0: Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I am your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. What is the meaning of soulmates according to the Bible? And are there even soulmates? I would like to expand on the idea of soulmates and what the Bible has to say about it. And you can watch my video below on what the Bible has to say about soulmates for additional information on what is soulmates according to the Bible and also some more examples of soulmates. But when we talk about what is the meaning of soulmates in a traditional sense, according to Psychology Today, a soulmate is the one person whose love is powerful enough to motivate you to meet your soul to do the emotional work of self-discovery of awakening. Now this may or may not be the definition that you were thinking because I think so many of us want to attach this unrealistic definition of soulmates like the person has to be born on the same birthday or left-handed or whatever rhetoric we tell ourselves. But really, true soulmates should be beyond that and it should be a person that is compatible and fitting to you. The Bible states in the Amplified Version, which you can click the link down below to buy, Now the Lord God said it is not good, beneficial for the man to be alone. I will make a helper, one who balances him out, a counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. Genesis 2.18 This brings me to my first point. First, a soulmate is someone who brings balance. When looking at the above Bible verse, the words that I want to point out to the meaning on what soulmates really is, is the one who balances you out and one that is suitable and complementary to you. You can watch my video below on where I break down this Bible verse exactly. But overall, when you determine if someone is suitable and complimentary to you and to determine if they could be a proper soulmate to you, then ask yourself, how does this person add value to my life? Are they encouraging? Do they fit into my life as they are or do I feel the need to change them to make them my ideal partner? Is this someone who balances me out or do they pull me into the extremes with my emotions? Second, a soulmate is your flesh. I know that I said we were not going to get into some weird and crazy definition of soulmates, but I want you to hear me out on this one. Because the idea of two people becoming one flesh is in the Bible, multiple times, and in both the Old and New Testament. For this reason a man shall leave his mother and his father, and he shall join his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Genesis 2.22 Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Ephesians 5.31 And this is significant because as you identify your soulmate and even move towards marriage, you have to ask yourself, is this someone I can become one flesh with? I have a blog that you can check out below on soul ties and also a video that I highly suggest you watch down below on what is soul ties according to the Bible. And one thing that I talked about was when you join your flesh with someone, if they have all these issues, baggage, drama, and whatever it is that is going on in their life, then that is what your flesh will attach to, and that is what you are inviting to your life. We are not all perfect, but remember the first tip. Your soulmate is someone who is suitable and complementary to you. I can assure you that God would not want your soulmate, a.k.a. for you to join yourself to someone who has a bunch of problems and will only bring you down. Third, soulmates add purpose. I have a separate blog post on Esther which you can click the link down below to read and also you can watch my video down below on Esther. But when you apply Esther's situation to what we have defined as soulmates, Esther and the king, their purpose together was to save the Jews from annihilation. What we can learn from Esther is that a soulmate will actually add to your purpose and perhaps together you can do great things that you would not be easily able to do with other people. Last, your soulmate will find you. I have a separate blog post on Ruth as well that you can click the link down below to read. And I also have a video on how she met Boaz that you can watch down below. It really was a miracle in the sense that Ruth met Boaz. And I think this is a great story of how your soulmate will not miss you, so don't worry. In my book for single women, which you can click the link down below to buy, I said the following. Ruth went from being a 40-something widow going into a strange land with no real prospects of ever getting married again. Shortly after, she landed in the field of Boaz and ended up marrying him. Tell me that that was not God ordained. Never think that God is not aware of where you are right now. God knows where you are. God knows where your future husband is, and he knows exactly how to get you two to meet. Therefore, sit back and relax. Meeting a man should never cause you anxiety. Keep doing you, going about your everyday life, and keep getting closer to God. Know that God can set you up with your king. As you can see, he has done it before. What we can learn from Ruth is to just sit back, relax, and your soulmate will not miss you. If it is meant to be, then it will be. If you know someone who needs to read this post, then go ahead and share it with them.